0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome in ladies and gentlemen to another edition of the go 24 seven podcast. Thanks for listening. Big news into the pod as Oak Hill Academy, big man, Bradley as a Wero, has committed to LSU. He took an official visit. Earlier this fall for the first football game of the year in uh, late August to LSU, checked out Baton Rouge. And after taking visits to USC and a couple others, he's had offers from Arizona State, Georgia Tech, Tennessee and some others. He opted to commit to LSU this weekend. So big news for LSU as they get their second commitment in the 2020 class. Joining point guard Jalen Cook He's 6'8", 230 pound big man. Ranked as a three-star prospect on the 24-7 Sports Composite, the number 29th overall big man in the country. Joining me now to break it all down, 24-7 Sports Recruiting Analyst, Josh Gershon. Josh, thanks for the time. What can you tell us about LSU landing Bradley as a Weero, as
1: weirdo? Yeah, I think this is a, a good pickup uh, j- just in terms of if you can get opposed uh, to – doesn't necessarily project a, as a one and done or anything like that or maybe expectations are anywhere near there yet he's still a, a talented developmental guy. I think that's a good thing I mean he's certainly someone that can have a have a good impact uh, in the SEC. Uh, this is a strong physical kid he, he's six eight uh, wide shoulders pre long arms he, he's athletic he plays very hard. Uh, his skill has come along over the last year or so, I think he continues to get better. He really had a, a breakout summer after entering uh, the, the summer without a whole lot of recruiting. Obviously, the, he ended up with a whole bunch of, of high major offers and and uh, at Oak Hill Academy, so expectations have changed for this kid a lot, but I think this is a, a solid take uh, for Will Wade and Steph.
0: And you mentioned his his kind of a late blooming recruitment, and and do you think when he gets to LSU, he's going to need some time to kind of develop a little bit? You mentioned that. What's kind of his ideal plan for college? If you were kind of if you're running the show, what would you what would you like him to to do as he kind of navigates the college
1: uh, game? Well, not talking about him specifically, but you know a whole lot of kids that, uh, of course, they want that timetable sped up. Um, a lot more than maybe is realistic. A lot of times, I, I don't know specifically with him what what his personal timetable is. But I would say a best case scenario is is definitely a three or four year plan with him taking getting experience, getting coaching, uh, continuing to add to his skill and practice, ha- having a maybe a smaller role as as an underclassman, depending on the roster makeup. Um, that always is going to dictate that uh, or a whole lot of that, but maybe more of a role guy early and, and could definitely become a whole lot more than that uh, in, in time, depending on the development of the skill.
0: And what's kind of the ceiling for him? What, what, what do you think? I mean, if he, if he projects and, and, you know, works his tail off and does all the things he needs to, I mean, where, where what's his ceiling in your eyes?
1: Well, that, that, that just completely depends on his skill. You know, he, he's a lefty, uh, he is pretty good touch around the basket, uh, especially with his left hand. I think he's going to have to improve his right hand all the way around. Um, he he has a hook shot. Uh, he he's improved from mid range. I think he can get better that better there. Uh, there's nothing wrong with his stroke. Uh, ultimately, you you hope that he can shoot from three, uh, improve his handle a little bit. Even though you don't want him outside a ton, be, besides shooting, so uh, a whole lot of that is just dependent on his skill, but. You know, with his physical tools, with with his huge frame and and plus athleticism, it if the skill comes along, I mean, you're talking about a very good prospect. So it, it just all depended on how much better he gets there.
0: Good deal. Sounds like a good pickup for LSU. They've had their fair share of some one and done and, and two and done type of prospects on campus, but they do need to get some of these four-year, three-year type of players. That's what Bradley as seems like he is. And on the flip side of it, we're going to talk about what's next for LSU. How are they being received on the recruiting trail nationally? We'll talk about more of that on the Go 24-7 podcast after this quick break. as the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, pick six is a must listen. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts Spotify, the Odyssey app and anywhere podcasts are found. Welcome back to the Go24-7 Podcast. Thanks for listening. Back again with Josh Gershon breaking down LSU's big land uh Bradley as a weirdo. But we're moving on a little bit to kind of the national perspective and, and how LSU. And Will Wade have kind of been received following last year's kind of dust up with the suspension and all of those things. Josh, from your perspective, what's your take on kind of LSU nationally and, and how they're perceived with with Will Wade at the helm right now?
1: I mean, to me, honestly, it seems like a, a somewhat stable situation just because the, the administration ha- has backed Will Wade to the d- degree that it has. And when that's the case, you, you have a proven uh, good coach and good recruiter. I don't think it's a surprise that he's going to continue to recruit well, and I, I assume win games. So, uh, to me, the the stability that he seems to have there, and his proven track record as a, as a winner and a recruiter, everything seems pretty stable and normal to me from the outside.
0: And looking at some of these pro- prospects that are still left on the board for LSU, you and I were talking about it before. Before the pod, they've got some big ones out there. They've got guys like Cam Thomas, Milani Wilkinson that have officially visited. They're bringing in more uh, official visitors like Jalen Terry, Gerald Colbert uh, this weekend. What? Uh, and I want to start with Wilkinson because you've covered him for a while now. What
1: do you think about uh, Mawani Wilkinson as a prospect? And, and what's kind of the latest buzz on him? I think he's someone that LSU has been right there with uh, right there in the top two or three for him for a while and, and should be there until the end I would think. Uh, he He's one of the biggest breakout prospects uh, not just on the west but nationally I would say in 2020 I mean he entered his junior season with he maybe had one or two offers I don't know but he had a, he had a very long way to go he, he was mostly just a somewhat undersized athlete and I think by the end of his junior season he had become a, a lockdown defender and by the end of the summer, he'd be, become a guy that can hit shots and score as well. So uh, this this is a kid that's getting better uh, very quickly. And his athleticism, his trajectory, uh, his upside, the, his floor as a lockdown defender, I, I think there's a lot to like there.
0: Awesome, man. Well, we appreciate you catching up with us, breaking down this commitment for the Tigers and what's next for Will Wade and the LSU recruiting machine that kind of rolls on with a with another – uh, commitment from Bradley as a Wero. Josh, thanks for joining us. We appreciate the time, my man, and we'll, we'll catch up again soon. Thanks for having me. We'll be back with another edition of the Go 24-7 podcast post game from LSU Auburn. Stay tuned for that as the Tigers will be hosting another top-ten matchup in Tiger Stadium. Another commitment for LSU on the recruiting trail to start the weekend, though. Keep it locked on Go 24-7 for everything LSU recruiting as Will Wade and the Tigers continue to build on their 2020 class.
1: Hello, everyone. It's Micah Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me, alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game.